You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. All right, my peoples. I don't know if you know what's going on. You probably do because this is a podcast and it's not the radio. You weren't flipping through and accidents happening. You you wanted to hear this, but who knows these days. This is Lust for Life, America's number one podcast as voted on by Canadians, as worshipped by Australians, as listened to and adored by Costa Ricans, as ignored by Scandinavians. For some reason, they ignore us. I don't know. Too much herring. Who gives a damn? I'm James Matter. I used to be Mad Dog Matter, but dude... I had to get smart, so I'm not that no more, baby. And just like Prince, I have that symbol on my face. I have an MD right there and some other squiggles. Um, I'm looking straight in the eyes of the king, the hand of the king, the right hand, whose hair is still growing like a lion's mane. I mean, this dude (laughs) just... Letting it go. Brother, it's phenomenal. That's the way it should be. He's the one and only Benji Suswine. He's also known as the ace. Sweet, sweet, sweet wine, baby. Woo! Great clap yeah. I'm excited, uh, baby. Little slow clap. Another appearance for this gentleman right here. Another one whose hair looking like a samurai. <laughs> he ain't true. the last samurai. He's the first samurai because Tom Cruise ain't got nothing on him. My dude. Host of about 315 podcasts all over the world. <laughs> changing the world one podcast at a time. The Lake Show himself, the great Chris Laker, everybody. Hey, James. Hey, Benji. <laughs> How you guys doing? Oh, we're living the dream, baby. Moments of Greatness available on iTunes right now. Okay. Here to plug an album. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you shouldn't even sniper in lines today. I think we should be like, yeah, that's a very serious condition, man. Cancer, it's rough. It's ravaged my family. Chris, what do you think? Album's coming out. (laughs) Album's out today on iTunes. Get it. Get the record. Yeah. You all love Chris. He's been on 115 times. He's going to be on another 122 times. That's in his contract. And just support him. Buy his record, baby. He's the best. Um... We're bringing in our guests right for the jump. We're going to start nonsensing with him, and then we'll get to the topic. Um, he's a very funny dude, one of my favorite humans around, and a soccer junkie. We're going to break down why Americans should like soccer and why the hatred on soccer is ridiculous. And we're going to get to that in a little bit. But let's introduce him. This is my main dude, Alexis Guerreros. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome, welcome to the Tarot welcome. Dome, baby. Uh, Chris Laker's album is available today. Go ahead and get mm-hmm. it. Yeah, that's what we like right there. <laughs> you guys just saying that. Just yeah. me and you. I might, I might change. I might start saying it. Uh, another thing I like about Alexis is that I think you're not Alexi Guerrero. You're not Alex. Both plural. That's yeah, manly. The double. The double S's. That's That'd ballsy. A, that's probably not a good thing, two S's, actually, now that I said that out loud. <laughs> well, in that context, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah. But um, Alexis. Thank God we go with first initials in this country. AG, yeah, but man, everything's plural. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. I would have used that as a pickup line. Oh, yeah. To girls. There's a lot of me. Yeah. What do you mean? Because so I'm plural, baby. Right. Oh. I like that. Then never mind. <laughs> ah, shit. Then right, well, for a fat guy, that wouldn't have worked. Actually, there's a lot of me. Well, probably but, shouldn't be. But no, but then they really... Whatever. All right, we'll get to this in a second. So let me say this real quick. Um, we usually don't talk comedy on this show. That's not our thing. We don't do it too often. But we're gonna, I'm going to do a quick story about last night. And then we're going to get into the soccer de- debate because I love the World Cup. I know, Benji, you're hooked. Yeah. Laker, I don't know I'm where you it. stand. All right. I, I enjoy some World Cup. <laughs> World Cup, but regular soccer, no. Seem non-committed. No. I, I, yeah, every four years, I like, I like soccer. That's it. Yeah. Well, so far, I'm that also, just to clarify. I, well, every four years, I say I'm going to watch soccer after that, yeah. and I don't. I can see that happening. Okay. Yeah. That's All right. Me, that's me in five years. Give me to know. the end of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. 
He's going to sell you. <laughs> Alexis knows the nuances, and he's the dude. But I want to talk about this first. So I've been hosting comedy shows for years. I've been doing stand for like 13 years plus, and I've been doing hosting for a long time. I was at a place last night that it was a really hot show, and Louis C.K. walks in. And the club wants me, the manager wants me to go up there and be like, just tell him that anything can happen here, that you never know who's going to stop by, all this. I'm like, okay, I get that. I've done that when big stop-ins come in. I then introduced myself to Louis because the only time I've ever bumped into Louis was I was on stage bombing at another club. Just a horrible set. Crowd was garbage. They are a bunch of mama lukes. That's right. I'm going that far. They were savages. I wasn't at my best that night, but who cares? I, I was trying to get him. About three minutes in, I'm starting to get something. I get a blinking light. Get off right. the stage. It's Louis there, and I think it's Chris Rock. I'm very embarrassed to admit, uh, as I'm texting people, that, that that's what it was. Later, I bump into Hannibal Burris at uh, Cabot, and he goes, man, I saw you in the back. Man, you didn't do that bad. You're fine. He was there with Louis. I feel like a white guilt dude that I just confused two black yeah. guys. Hannibal Burress and Chris Rock don't look alike at all. <laughs> but it was a dark club, so what do you want from me? What are you going to do? Write your congressman. So <laughs> that happened, and uh, that's the only time I've, I've been face-to-face with Louis C.K. And now I introduce myself to him. I go, what do you want me to say? And he was just like, yeah, man, just uh, your next guy. So I could tell he doesn't want hoopla. Mm. Doesn't care. What does what does he care? No, he doesn't. He won't. I know from guys hosted for him like at Caroline's when he was like headline, he would just say, "All I want you to say is, ladies and gentlemen, Louis C.K." That's it. He doesn't want the credits, right? Because yeah. he thinks because he knows that's bigger than having them. Is, mm. is, is, is not needing them. Yes. Oh, I agree with that. You fucking get it. That's why that's the Yankees why don't here. have the names on their jerseys, right? Because you are I a like Yankee, that. you are big. Yeah, you fucking know who yeah, I am. You know who's playing right field for Everybody the knows who number two is. Pinstripes. Hell yeah. See, that's interesting. So now, I'm like that too. I tell, I don't want anything as a credit unless I'm promoting something. All right? Like I'm promoting, like the podcast or these videos I'm doing online, Busting Balls, at YouTube's every Monday through Friday. Um, <laughs> but other than that, it's like, who cares that I was on MTV once? Who right. cares that I was on a show that isn't on anymore on MSG? Or any of that. No, no one cares. So unless you're promoting something, it doesn't matter. You have to go up there and be funny. And so yeah. that's what I like. So I get up there and I have the conflict. I'm like, is the club going to get mad at me if I don't say, hey, anything can happen? So I kind of allude to him like, hey, crowd, you guys are awesome, right? You're having a good time? Well, it's only going to get better because you have no idea who's stopping by. I mean, this is a, a fun night and we're just the, the next hour and a half to just keep getting better. And they're like, woo. And I go, okay, your next comedian. You may have seen him around. Give it up for Louis C.K. Slight clap. Slight clap. They're stunned at first, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> they don't know who he is. All of a sudden, they see him. Place lights up. Oh, shit. A bonfire. Just yeah, insanity. It lit up like a Christmas tree. To st- sound, uh, steal a line from Paul Stanley and Kiss Alive 3. They didn't know his name? No, they didn't. They thought they, I was lying. So I got on stage. Yeah. All the oh. comments, they thought they were lying. That you were lying. Yeah. As I'm walking off, I shake Louis' hand. And I go, brother, I've all, because I, Benji knows this. I like to talk to the comedians on and off as a mm-hmm. host. I love it. Some comics don't like it. You'll say something like, because they're worried about their jokes. A lot of us have fun. Like, Grant Barnes and I will talk for two and a half minutes after a set. Just to it and let people, force people to clap the whole time because they're scared to stop clapping. If we're going to, if we don't stop talking, they're shit out of luck. It's great. It's, it, I don't know, power. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, I go up to, to Louie. I go, I've always wanted to bring up 
a guy as big as you that nonchalant? And he just smiled and laughed. And I go, yeah. I just looked alpha in front of this guy who's got a show. So I get off the stage. All the comics are like, that's great, man. They didn't believe you. Now, the guy who's going next is not a big name. And After Louie. Yes. And he's like, can you please do a minute or two? But I'm like, the guy who runs this show, the manager, runs a tight ship. And he's always in my ear. He's like, keep it tight, keep it tight, keep it tight. But I can't let this happen to my dude. So Louis gets done. I go up there and I have a conversation with the audience. And I'm like, you didn't believe me. And people are out loud like, no, we didn't. I'm like, do you go to comedy shows where the host lies? <laughs> like, are they bringing out, ladies and gentlemen, you thought he was dead, but he's been alive all these years, George Carlin. And it's up being your cousin Phil. I mean, this is it. What, what, are, what are we doing here? And then I, I had to pause for a second. And I go, look, this is going to sound unconventional, but I have to do this. Your next comedian is nowhere as known as Louis C.K. <laughs> he's very funny, and he's a great dude, and he's going to make you laugh. But you're not going to recognize him, and he's not bigger than Louis, so don't act like assholes to him, all right? Like, I'm doing this lot, and I'm like, this could get me in trouble. I don't know. This could be nonsense. And I was starting to get laughs off it, and I could see the comic appreciate it, and he's yeah. laughing. And I was like, there's no way I could bring up anyone bigger than him. Like, who, who, no. who am I bringing? Moses? Who, who am I going to bring Jesus here? comes back. Yeah, what, what, yeah. what am I going to do? It, Hannibal, if you introduced him, is Chris Rock. Yeah. That's, <laughs> uh, that's my dude. Plug the album again after that. Moments of Greatness on iTunes right now, Chris. There you Davis. go. Boom. And so I did that, and I brought the kid up, and it was good, and I've never felt happier as a host in all these years. Those two intros in a row made me feel like go. that's why I host. Yeah, absolutely. That and they pay more than doing spots. But, yeah. <laughs> but that's it. I mean... Because I don't know if this happened to any of you guys. I had it happen once where I was at a club where, I mean, this is no joke. Judy Gold, Janine Garofalo, Judah Friedlander, Jim Gaffigan, Jim Norton, all in a row. It's a lot of J. Yeah, yeah, a lot of Juz. It was J Friday. That's what it was. I thought you were saying Jews before you said that. How many yeah. more? Not you. I'm no, it's not a lot of Jews. Yeah. Those are actually very few Jews. Yeah, that's why I was like, what? No, that's actually new. The host, I'm closing. The host does this to me. Doesn't realize it. He thinks he's doing me a favor. Are you guys ready for your headliner? <laughs> Let's go through this lineup again. Janine Garofalo, Judy Gold, Jim Gaffigan, Jim Norton, Judah Friedlander. All of them have been on television, movies, our specials, documentaries. Unless you're bringing Jesus Christ out, no one could follow. Like, the progression they bring me. You've seen him or no, this is before I was even on any kind of television. You heard him on Sirius XM. <laughs> right. I was like, okay, maybe it's Howard Stern. Maybe right. Howard Stern's coming out. <laughs> out I come, you hear this. <laughs> and how'd you do? Four minutes of just Muck and Meyer. Not just Muck, not just Meyer, both of them. Finally, I snap at the crowd. I go, I, I take the mic to the other side and I go, look, I get it. You expected like someone of greatness at that. Who is going to fall? And I just yell at him. And I'm kind of giving the business to the host. I'm giving him eyes. Because now I'm punching like Leon Spinks yeah. up there. Right. All right? That's an obscure reference. Leon wasn't the most conventional boxer. Yeah. But boy, mm. could he brawl. And that's how I'm up there fighting for my life. End up getting a standing ovation. And I felt real good about it. But I've always kept that in mind. I'll never bury another comic like I was buried. That How are you going to do that? Right. Are you re First of all, you're not a headliner going on last at a club. Right. What do they pay? They ain't paying you two, three, four, five, six hundred dollars. A couple Jeezys. Yeah. No. And that night I might have been working for 20 bucks. Let's just be honest. It was years ago. <laughs> and it's insane. It's like, you're a headliner. 
Kiss reuniting? Who's coming out there? <laughs> Robert Plant? Boy, I sound old with those references. <laughs> so that is a lesson to you guys. To you host out there. Don't bury people. Do the right thing. Keep your nose clean. Who is that host that buried you? I don't know. I think that host has been a guest on the show. I'll leave it like that. Oh. Ooh. Oh! Pop, pop, pop! Oh, shots almost fired. <laughs> They're still in the chamber. Okay. I'll, I'm going to have to go through the, uh, the guests. Yeah. Go it through out. it. Now, you heard who those comics are, so you know where they work. They tend to work downtown. Yeah, no, that's... You want to go that's, where uh, it's... Downtown. That's uh, e- East. Maybe. Maybe east. not. Oh, oh, hey, what's this wee, white man? Take it easy. <laughs> so, all right, I just wanted to discuss that. It was very unique. Congratulations, very fun. man. Thank you. Well, it's, we, we all live. And then you, I didn't sit, put nothing on Facebook. For those of you who are not comedians who listen to this show, there was a big controversy a few months ago uh, in the comedian uh, community where one guy got complimented on by Louis C.K., and he put, posted it, and that was nice. And then another guy, like a week later... And then another guy said that another guy got complimented by Louis C.K. for good set. And then it became this whole, hey, uh, I once uh, went and got checked for herpes, and I got it. And Louis C.K. walked in and said, boy, that's the best set of herpes I've seen in a long time. Like, it just got insane. And people were just giving each other the business. So I, I, that, that, so if you want to give me the business on that, I don't care. Give him the business. No, when, you know what? When I get as big as Louis C.K., and that'll happen when people around the world buy Moments of Greatness and it becomes the t- number one album in the world. I, I will, when I'm as big as Louis C.K., I am going to go around every once in a while, go to a, an open mic, yes. see the worst guy there, make sure to go up to him, say, you got it, kid, and walk out. <laughs> You should. <laughs> Are you going to get up or you're just going to do that no, and leave? No, just do that and leave. That's so powerful. <laughs> I think you should go up to the kid and not just say, you got a kid. I think you should go, you got the touch. <laughs> you got the power. Well, that would be your version. Well, all right. I'll do that to the you same kid that, right after. You should do that, too. I'm going to do that tonight, dog. Yeah. But it doesn't matter because who to am some I? kid? Just, hey, man, you got the touch. You got the power. Just like Rodimus Prime. Transformers the movie. Booyah! All right, let's get into the soccer conversation. Well, let's do it. And just so everyone knows, we're all sweating really bad. I can just <laughs> see it in everyone's face. And I'm drinking hot coffee like an asshole. You're drinking hot coffee, which just gets conflicting in summer. But when you love coffee, what are you going to do? I cold can't, cold coffee, coffee ain't the same. Oh, I'm an iced coffee guy. Even in, like, December? Do, are you hardline like what? he is? No, well, I'll, go, I'll go to hot in the cold. Oh, you switch? You season switch. it up? Yeah, I can't do it, man. Yeah, I season I it like up. I like the steamed milk. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. You know, and what I like to do is I have them put a little bit of sugar in with the milk, and then I have them steam that so that the sugar is blended in with the entire cup of coffee, not just at the bottom. Hard to do that in iced coffee. It that, all floats to the that's bottom. True. That's true. That is how a South American right. drinks coffee, my Absolutely. friend. Absolutely. That's some Uruguay <laughs> shit right there. All right. There it is. If he was just born or raised. Where you're from? Half, half Uruguayan, half Cuban. Both big coffee drinkers. Wow. And there's techniques to their coffee. Yeah. Mm. It isn't just two lumps. There's no. like. Like exactly what you just said right there. The sugar has to be granulated into the milk, <laughs> turned into toffee. Then you smash the toffee. You got to make a flan. You yes. guys know how to do that? It's every the, coffee. That's it. And then you have to put it in a syringe, shoot it into the cup of coffee, through the glass, shake it. And then all of a sudden, and then all of a sudden you pour it into an espresso cup. I right. would feel like an asshole ordering that. Like... Like, like asking them to do because so, first of all I, I never feel like they want to do anything <laughs> that's why I, you know what I love though when somebody like Alexis is in front of me and they have a complicated order that sounds to me like complicated put sugar in the milk steam but, and then I just say black coffee and I feel like a hero 
Like I did. Like I ask nothing of you because yeah. you kept it simple. Yes. See, I could have. I could have done the same thing. Not a very complicated order. I say, can I have a can I have a coffee with milk and sugar? Steam it, yeah. and then typically the coffee like goes the... in last. So it's actually yeah. not that difficult. But I, I hear what you're saying. But you tell and them that's why I become a sugar, regular. You, put, you tell them to put sugar in with the. With well, the... no, they put the sugar in first. It's almost every coffee. Oh, put they sugar, put sugar, milk, they, coffee. They put sugar in. Yeah, and assholes with steam will put milk? the milk and then the coffee. Then the the sugar they gets cold. It's but that's stupid. Starbucks. They don't put sugar in your milk. That's not Starbucks. Oh, I'll never Starbucks. go to Starbucks. Oh, Starbucks. yeah, fuck them. Oh, this is South America. I can't do franchise shit. Okay, I respect that. Benji, I want you to role play right now. Yeah, what's up? So you're a barista. Oh, God, yeah. At Starbucks or not at, or at a not fancy a Starbucks. place? Not a Starbucks, which means you don't have benefits. They're not going to put you to college for free. Let's say the coffee shop is called Moments of Greatness. Let's just Moments say. of Great of Greatness out Available now. That's iTunes. the name of the whole coffee shop. That's all, that, all, that, that's all black coffee. That's it. <laughs> that's all they say. If I have, if I have a coffee shop... All black coffee. And that barista definitely doesn't want to do anything. Yeah. You just, <laughs> yeah, help, you help yourself. Black coffee, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Wow, cup. would you have that right on the sign? That yes. is, that's the chalkboard that says that? Yes. <laughs> C- can I have a mochi yako, yako, yako? Read the sign. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. That's right. Black coffee, Or son. do you just say yes to whatever they order and just give you them just black give coffee? Them black. <laughs> but I, li- I like iced coffee. There could be some iced coffee there in the summertime. I don't know. But, uh, you're softening in your old age. I like Well, that. I like iced coffee, but that doesn't require anything either. Look you at you, John go- Kerry, with your flip-flop. You still got to go... Over to the counter, you gotta wait for them to to pour you iced coffee, even though it's the same as hot coffee, really, as far as work. But at Starbucks, they make you. Oh, Jesus. We're gonna get into the. Everything you break down is based on effort, Chris, and I love it. But, uh, we're gonna get to soccer in a second, Alexis, but now I'm hotter than fish grease. This, uh, God bless you. But this, this is what I see with people people don't wanna work. Yeah. You're on the clock at a job, guess what you're supposed to do? You're supposed to work. Like, I know, and I, I was that dude too for all those years. Uh, waiting tables like oh does he really want extra ranch the fucker's paying for it and I'm getting paid to do it I should get him the ranch like some requests are insane and sometimes people are just run you to run you you know we're not right. we're not slaves we're not indentured servants like I hated when, when a girl would be like can you peel an orange and just give me something without the peel and no seeds in my water with three eyes okay alright take it fucking easy Carmela Soprano I'm not gonna do that nonsense but I mean, you're there to work. I can just see eye rolling all the time when I go get to like a, a salmon at the store. I'm like, can you put a fork in there? <sighs> I need yeah. a fork. What am I going to eat it with? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not a bear. I don't just get it out of the lake and Why eat it. Why do you need a fork? To eat salmon? You can take fried chicken. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Chris, like, what the I don't fuck know. do you need I a don't fork? Like put, here's Utensils. The, I don't, you say people don't like to work, and I refuse to work. <laughs> I won't do it. So I actually feel bad <laughs> watching other people work. I say those poor, those poor, those poor people having to do jobs, but they're earning a living. They they're, chose to do it. They're paying bills. Benji hears yeah. this from me all the time because there's a shop by here. We're not going to say the name, but I go there and these girls are horrible people. They are all young, and I get they don't want that job, but you can tell. Here, I'm going to judge them. None of them have anything going on. Yeah. You can tell none of them are going to school. None of them can play the cello. None of them have a skill that would pay anything better. They're all just waiting to get knocked up by a rapper. That's right. <laughs> this, I just said that. This might be where I get my coffee. Possibly. <laughs> yeah. And they're horrible. And I also think that these girls are the girls that got um, human trafficked. 
from a country, mm. but there's something wrong with them where they can't go into the massage parlor, quote unquote, and, and be whores. And so they're stuck going, yeah. There's something wrong with fork. you, girl. You can't be a whore. Yeah. Right. They got me. here. Their big chance. Found a herpy on the lip. Game off. Yeah. You now have to bag groceries yeah. and, and not be nice to people. who are, I am so nice to them. That's it. I try. I get it. It's hard being the working class. So I'm like, hi, how are you? Please, thank you very That's much. That's not I even really working class. That. That's below working class. Well, it's, they're, they're getting money. Where else yeah, are they but getting I'm, money? I'm saying working class is like a plumber making like a, like enough money for to, to put his you know put his kids eventually through college in a nice above ground pool, and a house somewhere in a you know an all right town in New Jersey. These people just get by, and they are in a, in New York. You want you want good service. You got to go to a, a place where the factory just shut down. Those people are happy as shit yeah. to be working anywhere. anywhere. Best diner in the world is right next door to a, diner, a factory that just shut down. Yeah. Ooh, uh, new business for us. Let's yeah. pull our money. <laughs> also, Let's get that going. Also, the best strip clubs in the same places. That's yeah, where you're going to find good fast food and good strip clubs yeah. right next to each other. Because yeah. their union boyfriend doesn't have a job. Yeah. And uh, shock, shock, his rock band hasn't been signed yet. Um, so they're really grinding into your erection for extra money. Let's be honest about that. Yeah. Yeah, and they just they they and they're uh, and they're just happy to be working. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is happy please. Happy to be twerking. Happy to be twerking. Oh. And I also feel like you know in those towns I'm not the worst customer to have. You know. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're a good tipper. I tip when I go to these things. Alex, yeah. do you tip after you order the sugar and the thing? Absolutely. They should they should just calm down. People should be happy they got jobs, baby. That's all I'm saying. Like Mickey Rourke said to the girl who was doing his uh, highlights in The Wrestler, work, 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 work. Should be happy you got a job. That's right. All right, I'm happy we have a guest. His name's Alexis. We've been hee-hawing around. I feel out of it, man. I drink it so much caffeine now, I feel like I sound like 70s FM radio. So I apologize <laughs> to everyone. I mean, we got some reverb on this. We thing. have yeah. a twofer coming from Doobie Brothers. Coming up really <laughs> soon, and then some Fog Hat live. Are we down with that? That's good. Now, Alexis, you were born where? Uh, born here, born in this country. But your parents are Cuban and yeah. Uruguayan. Mother side of the family Cuban, father side of the family Uruguayan. So, and you grew up loving soccer from the jump? Um, I grew up loving soccer from the 90s, from uh, when the World Cup came to the U.S. in 94. 94. Yeah. Pops took you? No, I uh, grew up without a father, actually. Um, I knew that, that my father's side of the family loved soccer. Um, and I thought that was like a natural connection. Probably as a kid, I thought, hey, my dad will come back if I like soccer. So I started watching oh the sport. God. Yeah, it's all right. Let's not make it sad. Uh, <laughs> I started watching Guys the game. Guys going to the Meadowlands to, yeah. see, <laughs> to see Guam <laughs> and Puerto Rico play. And he's just hoping that dad's going to show up at halftime yeah. with a balloon. Hoping. Oh. Just brought a baseball glove with me and <laughs> just, <laughs> just in case he wanted to play catch. At the uh, soccer game, which yeah. would be super ironic. <laughs> yeah. I got a birthday cake in case he wants to take a picture with me on my birthday. Uh, no, it was a lot of fun. I just enjoyed it as soon as i saw it You're i was like a u.s I need... fan yeah yeah right from the get um i still am a u.s fan i you know my heart is with uruguay because instead of connecting with uh, you know my uruguay side of the family i've connected to like the uruguayan culture which is 99 percent based in soccer uh small country that's really all they have besides grilling meat another thing i'm a big fan of so uh, <laughs> won the first world cup roots yeah, dude. I mean, look at me. I'm built for at least one of those two things, and it's the grilling meat. Uh, Plural, baby. Yeah, <laughs> plurring meats. Um, yeah, so I just I started connecting to the game of soccer, and it's, I mean, you can, after about 15 minutes of watching it, you understand why the rest of the world is so passionate about it. 
It's a beautiful game. And I think once you learn the rules or you understand, it's like watching a baseball game is boring unless you know, hey, this guy's really good at throwing curves or he's really good at throwing inside fastballs or he's got this uh, this knuckle pitch that's really good. If you know that, then the game is a lot more exciting because you're waiting for those things to happen. Same thing with soccer. If you know there's a good attacking midfielder or this striker's amazing or this might happen, then you, you start to understand the buildup of the game and it's not just, you know, this bedlam of a ball going back and forth, which I think is a lot of people's arguments. Well, you bring up baseball. And uh, Benji loves baseball. Yeah. And it's we're almost, in a fantasy league together. Almost dead. Baseball? It, it's almost It's dead. almost done. I don't know about that. Yeah, it'll be contracting in the next 10 years. Dude, it's, I'm a huge Yankee fan. It's done. Ooh, really? This is what I, I want. Like they're making this money is what now. I want. Dude, they're done. There's no one showing up to the games. The bridge is going to I break. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not like I... But this is something we're going to discuss in this episode. 50,000 seaters? Because I have called. Now I have decided... I grew up loving baseball. My grandfather raised me because uh, I'm a fellow bastard. I don't yeah. know how you are with the word. Nate's not comfortable. Um, just I love so you know, it. We're starting a petition through the show for John Snow Day, which is a National Bastards Day. We're going to celebrate <laughs> being bastards. That's yeah. truth. I would love that. Yes. One of us. One, One of us. us. I don't even know, but I like it. That's yeah. what we're going to do. Um, my grandpa, though, was uh, grew up in Rochester, New York, big Yankee fan. DiMaggio, man, all that. So yeah. that was my connection. After he got sick and then eventually passed... I realized that baseball meant nothing to me. It mm. was just like an old time thing. It's not progressive. And like right around that time, I read Chuck Klosterman wrote an article that people think American football is a conservative sport, but it's the most progressive. He goes, I'm watching the Wildcat offense right now. Didn't exist five years ago. Five years later, it won't exist. It's five years later. It really don't exist anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's always changing. Soccer's evolving because they, you know, other than corner kicks, and free kicks, there's no set plays. It's people in motion, constantly creative. Yeah. It's the most creative sport. And there's no, almost no rules in the sport. Depending on who the referee is. Well, I mean, here, it's a lot like baseball in that you know this ump calls strikes and balls this certain way. Yeah. Oh, he's real tight. Or he's loose with his uh, ball strike, like strikes. And you sort of learn it along the game. You know the catcher and the pitcher develop an understanding of where we can throw this ball and where we can't. Same thing about soccer. So like if Howard Webb, who's a huge, uh, very popular uh, or very hated uh, ref from the uh, English Premier League, if he's on, you know he's going to call the game tight. You know what I mean? If there's some guy from, you know, whatever, uh, Uzbekistan, who's the ref, he might let you fucking hit each other as much as you want. I fell in love with soccer years ago when I moved out of my grandparents' house finally at like 25. Nice. It was about time. And we had digital cable and Fox uh, Sport World was still there, okay? And they showed soccer. And I saw Celtic and Rangers. And I fell in love with Celtic. I'm a Boston Celtic fan. But it, they play each other four to six times a year. They're the only two teams that matter in Scotland. And the referee... It was the most brutal thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Basically, they were stabbing each other and shooting each other, and the ref was <laughs> yeah. like, play on, pussies. Yeah, get it out there. Yeah. Scotland hands. loves blood, dude. Scotland loves blood oh, in their game. Here's me? my question. Why, what's with only one ref? Uh, no, there's tons. Uh, there's one main ref. That's the guy that is the head, the guy right. who's... Those guys on the sides, they call fouls? Yeah, yeah. They'll wave their flag if they think a foul's happened near them. Mm. But their primary job, the sideline, the, the, the yeah, the, the sideline guy is for the offside rule. Because I feel like the flopping, it kills me. That every I play, that. They're, they're they're just on the floor for three minutes rolling around. with The, the play's still going on. Yeah, I don't know. Reggie Miller made a career out of it. So why? Damn, he I mean, did. Yeah. But it didn't happen till the international players came to the NBA. That's true. Yeah. Which and is, I got to be honest, you play a sport where you're running around for 45 minutes without any breaks. If we're all on a team and I'm gasping for air, so that's you another hit the thing ground. I would say. Uh, a change I would make is have subs. 
You do. You have you get three subs per match. And you could come back in, I mean. Like, oh, no. Like basketball. Or Here's hockey. the thing. Americans invented the sub. Wasn't in the international game. You Here's your starting 11. Those are the guys that went Man out. Up. Someone got injured. You either play through it or walk off the field, and we play with 10. That's where, like, the the soldier, the, the, the war mentality of the sport came from, why it's called attacking and strikers and all of that. It was like a man's game. It was a blue-collar game when it was invented in England. And you went in. You fucking broke your leg. Look, if we can't patch it up, you walk off. But there's 10 guys that are going to be really upset at you for uh, – making us play with one man down. Jeez. So it's the, like the Civil War. American, Let me cut your bone, <laughs> yeah. and then you can just play defense in front of the goalie. Right. You can still hold the gun, life. can't you? Get out there. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, so the Americans invented the three subs in the 30s. We invented, we're like, look, can you? if somebody gets injured, can we bring someone else in? So now it's more strategic. I just think right. the flopping is strategic. I mean, if you got you know a bunch of guys running around for 90 minutes in heat, you hit the ground, and all of a sudden that means I get to have some Gatorade to do it once or twice. Plus, I get a free kick from I where know. you're standing. Well, that's why I'm saying if you make subs... People could come in and out. They maybe the game will pick up. I feel like a lot of times I'm watching. I'm like he's just too. He's wiped out. Yeah, I don't know. That's part of the conditioning is part yeah. of it. I just it's read true. today they run an average of nine nine point two. Well, uh, the guys up front, the forwards, run an average of nine point two miles per per yeah, match. Per match. That's incredible. You're doing that in the heat of Brazil. I mean, that's part of the conditioning of being and stop well, and go. Sport. It's not like a yeah. Jogging a lot of it is sprinting too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like doing suicides all day. Exactly. Think about that. See, all right. So I've been fired. That's Jape, I think. Yeah. Yeah, by far. By far, yeah. soccer. I wanted to have this episode because last week I've been getting fired up. Uh, I've been doing soccer videos. I get fired up about it. I like the World Cup. I, I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. And then I come home. I also love Keith Oberman's sports show. Um, and I get there, and every night he's just lambasting soccer and how he finds it phony that Americans into it. And the night before the NBA draft and U.S. versus Germany. This is a huge sports day. I called it mid-season Christmas sports Christmas. That's what I called it. It was just a sportsman's dream. And the night before, Keith Oberman, for his big interview, has Manny Acta, who God bless him, I don't understand what he says. He's a good dude. The accent, I, I just, I don't, you know. So the it, the it, owner of insane. the Angels? No, Manny, he was a manager. Now he's in baseball tonight. Oh, that's right, yeah. To talk about Tim Linscombe throwing a no-hitter. There's been 37 no-hitters this season. <laughs> yeah. Stop analyzing. We have soccer and hoops. And then he got he and Can I say this about Tim Lincecum? Yes. The picture he posted after his no hitter was him wearing a USA that's soccer true. jersey. Yeah, that's true. Take like, that. Even Oops. he doesn't give a fuck about his no hitter. Why the fuck are you talking about but it? Talk what, about the world's watching this one sport. But he his argument is like there's ties in the group stages. There's ties in American football. Yeah. But who cares? Everybody, that becomes this thing of people love. They act like they're original and it somehow gives them a personality. Be like, oh, I don't like it. And is it, yeah, you, you know when people are proud when they don't watch Breaking Bad when everybody's watching. Yes. Who gives it? So don't watch it and shut the fuck up. Oh, <laughs> everybody's pretending they're like, yes, I'm the front runner every fucking time. I'll love whatever team's <laughs> first. And you know why? Because it's fun to watch people win. Yeah. And, I, and, and when it's World Cup, it's fun. When it's the the fucking New York Red Bulls, who gives a shit? There's a new team. I still do. Up. Yeah, I'm already a season ticket holder. The New York Football Club? New York City Football Club, NYCFC. Where they play? Yankee Stadium for the first three years. They're co-owned by the Yankees and Manchester City, which is That's respectively number one and number two highest paying teams in the world of sports. Right, I'd love to get on board. Man City, yeah. you know why I got into them? The Oasis Boys. Is that, That's their squad. You remember they allow them to play the song for free. They yeah. hate each other so much they have, um, they have boxes next yeah. to each other and they took the door away. 
they took the door so they away. They used to connect them, other. so they couldn't because they would get into fights. And they'll still throw things at each other from <laughs> over the window, the front window. They, are, I wish they just did a picture-in-picture picture at every city match of those two guys yelling at each and other. And one of them, Great. I think, sober now. So just imagine if they were mm. both. Yeah. Fucked up like soup sandwiches. <laughs> but remember, uh, four years ago, during World Cup, me and yes. you were talking. We went to, we, we were over at the MoMA. It was we're at free, the MoMA during free, the... free MoMA day. Yeah. And Fridays. we were talking about. Nice mandate there, ladies and gentlemen. I, don't, we ran, I just ran into you when you were going over. You were, I like to go uh, there every yeah, once in a while. I just ran into you while you were over there, going over there. And we, went, and we were talking about, okay, we're, we're both, both hot on this World Cup. What, what, what team should we pick? After I was, I was oh, working on that. Yes, and I was, I was, and and whatever the team you were like, oh, the Beatles like this yes, team. Yes, but I was wrong about that. Oh, okay. So let's discuss that. I initially, in my youth, rooted. All right, so my main European club team is Celtic from Scotland. Yeah, I'm a Boston Celtic fan. I like. Makes sense. I'm gonna sound like a a non-sports fan in my picking, but uh, I I like the color green. I have a lot of green teams. Because the they have dope kits. They call dope. them kits. Yes. Shirts, whatever you want to call them, but and, they have amazing jerseys. And I have a jersey of that <laughs> yeah. and, that my buddy brought from Ireland, which is not Scotland, but they love yeah, they, Celtic there. That whole country follows Celtic. They yeah. love it. And some girl on St. Patrick's Day years ago in Vegas took a cigarette to it. Took it right to, right to put a hole in my goddamn butt over the pond. Girl was an Eskimo too. She was she a hooligan? Was she, it, she had like she had like like boots made of like woolly mammoths. Like it was really was weird. Was this on purpose or she by mistake put a hole in yeah, it? Yeah, I was just trying to impregnate her. I mean, what's oh, the okay. big deal? I was like, <laughs> yeah. no one else was talking to her that it night. Wasn't yeah. a, it wasn't a hatred of the team. No, it was a hatred. The club. It was a hatred of sobriety on yeah. her part. Yeah. She yeah. was uh, <laughs> fucked up like a two dollar watch. Thought she yeah. maybe supported another club. Right. That's what yeah. the yeah. I, I feel like he gives his jersey some character now. Yeah, this is a dope story. Yeah, it also has coffee stains on the white part. That even better. That's even better that's you know what when you go watch a game at a pub and you got a guy who's wearing like the 88 away jersey you know right. you know he's a real fucking fan there's like so, that spit up was from when my kid was when, when my kid was young and i could hold him he just graduated college he's a doctor son that's dope even with the moco on <laughs> it it's okay yeah, or son. with like the team's wins i you know spilled yeah. this mustard when we lost in the playoffs on the i only said 88 away shirt because i have one for arsenal yeah. and there's a pull on the back and that's from when i was jumping so hard after we won the fa cup and you know my buddies are all like ripping at each other and all that we're all grabbing each other and he kind of tugged on the shirt a little bit and he's got a tear and i'm like i'm always gonna have that pull on it and remember the day we won the fa cup after nine years of not winning shit well i'm gonna wear the jersey tomorrow yeah do what it think about that there you go but i was rooting for liverpool because you grow up a rock fan and a Beatles fan, right? They're Liverpool. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm like, yeah, Liverpool. Now, here's a problem. Now, I don't really like baseball anymore, but I still identify as my least favorite team in all sports is the Boston Red Sox. Mm. They bought Liverpool. They bought Liverpool. And there's another athlete I really don't care for. His name is LeBron James. He's a part owner of Liverpool. Yep. So I'm like, I can't do this. And then I did research. John Lennon and Ringo Starr. Everton fans. Yeah, That's which is cross the town. other. It's the same town. Everton, they're both Merseyside. Huge rivalry. Blue versus red. Blue versus red. And so I'm like, I, I have Crips to go all bloods. out on, on Liverpool. Everton is where Tim Howard, the goalkeeper who saved 16 highest yeah. amounts since 1966. You got to go Liverpool or Everton? I would go Everton. But then I said, fuck it. I'll go Man City because I hate Manchester United. I like baby blue. And I like those Oasis boys. Uh, so so you're going to love New York City Football Club. I'm all in on it. So, so yeah, you got to go Man City because it's going to be New York 
and Man Man City. Now, where are yeah. they going to play after oh. three years in Yankee Stadium? They're trying to build their own stadium. There's a plot of land. Queens? Uh, no, there's a plot of land right next to Yankee Stadium that they're trying to do, but there's an elevator company there uh, that they have to replace. They have to move them somewhere else. And uh, supposedly the town of the town of the Bronx doesn't, uh, the people of the Bronx don't want the stadium. I don't know why. Why do you give a fuck? It's an empty lot there. But anyway, um, so they're trying there's to argue. Traffic. I want it on Coney Island, dude. I think there would be nothing uh, doper than to see that in the background. Yeah, no, it, that's a real pain in the ass to get. To, though, <laughs> man. Come on. But there's express trains. Yankee Stadium is still a pain in the ass. No, to get to. Yankee so is super easy to get to. It's not nearly as far as Coney Island. The other one I wanted was City Red Hook. Mm. Red Hook, Brooklyn. Yeah, Red Hook. Here's the thing soccer, you're supposed to march to the stadium. So you're all supposed to meet at a pub, and that's where the supporters go. You all go to the pub, you all sing the songs, you all do what you're supposed to do for an hour or two. There's no such thing as tailgating because, you know, it's European where they really don't have parking lots. Um, and then you're all supposed to march together. Uh, they do this in Portland for the Portland Timbers, which is an MLS. The, the entire fucking stadium marches. The, all the fans march together, holding their scarves up, singing. So in order to do that, I think Red Hook would be a great place for it. So Portland, no they, trains. They're big. They they they're big into that. That whole area is called Cascadia, which is Vancouver, Portland, Seattle. They are fucking Huge. massive. Uh, yeah. The Seattle Sounders alone already already have more season tickets sold than every European, every English team. Most German teams, I think there's only one team with a stadium big enough. I think Bayern Munich is the only team. Uh, and that's for uh, where the Seattle Seahawks play. In fact, my buddy, knowledge, my dude, right my buddy called to get tickets, and the lady was like, I can't help you with Sounders tickets, but I can help you get Seahawks tickets. And they just won the fucking Super Bowl. And they're going to win again, wow. too, just so you know. That's their crazy. Dynasty in the I didn't question. even know that. Oh, Man City, by the way, also a great name for a gay bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, very Here's popular on that. Twitter. Can MLS teams compete with these uh, European teams? What's the level? Did you say Mexican teams? Because then yes. Uh, did you say European teams? No. 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 And here's why: there's a hard cap. There's a cap. It's the only team in the world that has a cap. Uh, the only league in the world that has a cap. Um, and it just stops us from being able. To, the point of it is when NASL. Remember, like the New York Cosmos in the '80s and yeah. '70s, they were huge. And pay late, play there. Beckenbauer. Paying too much money George is what crumbled that league. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. So they're trying to avoid doing that. Because they were drawing well. They were drawing well, but only here, you know? Yeah. Like George Best, who's the world's most famous non-Pele, yes. non-Maradona player, um, Irish guy who's famous for a saying that he said, I spent 90% I spent ninety percent of my money on fast cars and women, and the other 10% I, I threw away. Uh, he was an amazing player, made yeah. scoring cool in England. He played in uh, L.A., and no one showed up to see him. And he's, he's, I mean, literally the entire country of Ireland, except for the North, loves him, you know? Yeah. Um, so, you know, the only people that showed up were here, were in New York. So what that does was the it. U.S. need to do? The U.S. needs to, all right, so. MLS as, is growing, though. As quickly as I can. I don't know if we're running against Unfortunately, time. yeah. We, we, um, we, we, we got a few more. We all right, so here's, here's exactly what we need to do. The biggest problem we have is college football. I'll explain as quickly as I can. In college football, anytime they talk to someone who's a professional, if you're a college football player, it's the NCAA, right? You talk to a professional, you're deemed ineligible, right? So you get you go talk to an agent, you go talk to a professional football player, any of that, you're deemed ineligible because, oh my God, you might be being tampered with. In Europe, these kids are bought at eight years old into academies. We finally have academies in this country where we're training these kids on how to play the sport. But what happens, the, the part where they develop the most, where they should be playing professionally is from 18 to 22, 27 being your peak. From that time, we have our kids playing 
only college kids, because they go off to college, they only play versus college kids. They only play 10 games a year, which is not enough touches on a soccer ball. And they stall for four years. And when they come out, they're 22. And they're playing like they were when they were 16. They're just not good enough. Mm. So you have these guys that are near 30 that are starting to play like they're 22, but their bodies are giving up on them. So the problem is you've got to develop these kids from when they're younger. So we're already starting with academies. You've seen like the guy Yedlin who they brought in. Yes. Fucking fast, dude. He's got legs like a goddamn racehorse. His back looks like he's smuggling two prosciuttos under his goddamn jersey. He's a fucking beast. He's he's a beast. Diego stuff, Bubba. You know how everyone says like, oh, I wish Nate Robinson. I wish wish LeBron James. That's him. This is the guy. He's the The door that's opening. That's exactly who he is. He's 20 years old. He's an American. He's a fucking beast. He looks like he plays street ball. He plays like he plays street ball. The problem is he's not smart. He's not a footballer. Soccer smart. He's a fucking athlete, but he's not a footballer. So if we get these Is he like Fredo? No, not I'm like smart. Yeah, he's not like Fredo. He's more like Sonny. Just goes off. Oh a lot. Yeah. shit! He's gonna get killed yeah. on the causeway. He better not play for M- for Manchester so now, City or if, New York City. If we could keep these kids developing in Europe, they they do ten thousand touches where we do a thousand touches on a football. We're just not giving them enough, enough exposure to the sport. If we get guys like Yedlin, Yedlin is the fucking gatekeeper. He is the one that's opened the door to this. If we get more Yedlins, this country is gonna be beasts. We're gonna be out there. We're, we're gonna create new ways of playing the game. We're gonna create new ways of flair. We just have so many athletes in this right. country and from my friends in Europe they are fucking scared of us yeah. they say my buddy who's Scottish he's like you guys made it to the quarterfinals in 2002 and your country didn't give a fuck he's like if Scotland made it to the quarterfinals we would have burned down Glasgow parading the streets out of love yeah out of we love, love out of we passion. love our country so much let's burn, <laughs> burn the capital down. let's burn it down he goes your country doesn't care you're starting to care and everyone is scared and Yedlin is that kid he is the first sign of that change coming two more I questions say, I say we breed them like they did with Yao Ming yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? We breed these kids from the and we they, they, they don't go to school. They don't do shit from the time they're born. Soccer. Well, we will win that world. We got to win that World Cup. God damn it! Yeah, these football, these baseball and football kids are playing year round. Yeah, just, yeah, no whole breaks. Lives. You'll get yes. a break when you retire, my dude. Go out there right. and kick a. Fucking I always ball. said we need a state. If one state would just become like a soccer state, Florida, New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, they're they're yeah. hotbeds for soccer. Florida exactly, and just pay, play all. First year of all, what else from... are you fucking doing in Florida? Well, There's nothing to do there. Too. Well, here's that's northern, more northern. Southern, yeah. you're getting a lot of soccer. All the soccer kids, Zeusy came from there. A Zeusy lot more than I can remember. And maybe eight years from now. That was the next question. Um, the kids that are. When you, can we win the cup? Are you seventeen? Give me an over under. Are you seventeens now? Are under seventeens? That's our all the team, all the players that are under seventeen. They beat Germany. They beat Brazil. They're beating a lot of players. I think that's them. So if you go to their peak, which is probably their in ten years when they're twenty seven, I'll say before that, not this next World Cup, the following one. So and Cutter, which beasts. will probably be here, because Cutter. For people don't know it, they're going to lose it. They're... And for everyone who loved the World Cup, in two years we're doing the Copa America Centenario. It's going to be all in this country like in 94 when we had the World Cup here. It's all the teams from this hemisphere. So Brazil, right. Argentina, Uruguay, they're all going to be playing I'm in this country. It. It's going to be insane. I'm going to put a flag in every country. When's that? On my uh, face. 2016. So in between the two, the next World Cup. And that's actually supposed, supposedly it's a dry run for 2022 to see how well we can handle it on short notice so they can send us the Qatar, uh, the Qatar World Cup. And real quick. In 10 years, all right, when will MLS be big, bigger than MLB? Is it possible? Is it going to happen? Uh, you're going to see the first sign of it. The contract is uh, the CBA, the collective bargaining agreement, is going to be renegotiated in six months. For MLS. For MLS. Once that happens, that's the uh, the uh, the, cut, the cap is going to go up. Manchester City is playing a big part in trying to get it thrown really high up. If that happens, very quickly. The biggest problem is getting Americans to play the sport. That's why England's losing their top Premier League. There's barely any English people in it. 
That's we need to get. We need to keep Americans playing in the MLS because it's going to help our development. Mm. Yeah, take that baseball salvo. We're going to have another episode where I just shit on baseball Y'all and Reggie done. throws yeah. balls at me in the mouth. Y'all are done. Because division four pitcher. That's true. Four, That's right. three, there two. There is no division four. D three, baby. My bad, bro. Were you really? Yeah. Breaking ball. Yeshiva University. All time winning is pitcher. All time winning. I don't think I'm I think I'm tied with the bunch right now. We'll shank those people. You'll be We gotta one. get you one more game, son. One yeah. more Come game. Come on, yo, you can't be tied one with nobody. More game. <laughs> one, one more game. game. Yo, we really should I start this shit. Left of eligibility. Eligibility. Are you kidding me? We gotta start this thing. I only played three seasons, yeah. Well, this sounds like a Bernie Mac movie. Dude, Waiting how do we not use this podcast to get Benji out there one more I time? Have to, I would have to take classes. Who gives us take one dancing? Take one class. Is there, is there uh, a dancing? There's no dancing at Yeshiva University. Oh, probably. Yamaka making? Come on, it's gotta Whoa, be something. Whoa, low blow. All right. We have to wrap it up, unfortunately. We'll get me back. Oh, God. Warm up the arm. We'll get you back, Bubba. I'll help you out. I used to be a catcher. Yeah? You yeah. I'm not well, I've been playing a lot of soccer. Yeah, have you? Yeah. I'm yeah. looking for pickup gaps and stuff. It's just for running around. I feel amazing. It drains me. Yeah, it's great. It's a lot of fun. We used to play with, with garbage cans on the side. No goalkeepers. A lot of fun. Perfect. I'm Street in. ball. Like Brazil. Street Somebody ball. wore shoes. No, fuck <laughs> shoes. The sissies. <laughs> yeah. You know Alexis, what? thank you very much. We'll have you back. Happy to just be here, Just the bullshit man. anyway. Um, plug whatever you want. Follow me on. It's at not Alexis. Um, I also have a podcast called Show Me Your Bits at SMYB Podcast, um, where I interview uh, different comedians. Chris has been on it. James, I've been trying to get you on it like I'll crazy. Get yeah. Get and that's it. Uh, at not Alexis at SMYB Podcast. Thank you. The best of BS on Twitter, but we got that promo code LUST for all our fans out there. How about get them? Stand up New York. Check out Labs. Check out what we're doing. Get on board. Spread the love. My dude. Do your thing. Best club in the city. Bench. There it is. Laker. What are you you doing? Wait, before, Laker, before you do that, can I just say at Stand Up New York, every night is a moment of greatness. Oh. Every night. Yeah, there you go. And uh, at Chris Laker on Twitter, my album, Moments of Greatness, on iTunes What are you going to promote? Yeah, whatever day you listen to it, it's out. (laughs) And uh, oh, oh, you should listen to my podcast also on Stamp New York Labs called The Week with Chris Laker. And it's a great podcast. It's 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 uh, it's I, I can't never explain it. It's a bad title and all this shit. I gotta redo the whole thing. Ground up. Yeah, but it's funny. It's it's all it's funny. It's like the comedians McLaughlin group. That's exactly. Yeah. But uh, so we should. But uh, yeah, listen to that. Please do. Uh, you can reach us. You talk Lester about news with comics. Yeah. Rapid fire. James Madden. Uh, we have to wrap it up. That's what exactly. Helped us with this. God bless everyone. Um, watch soccer. It's good for you. I didn't have Please any do. hair on my clothes uh, before I watched soccer. You can soccer. reach us nice. at Lust for Life Pod so at Gmail. James Madden. Uh, we have to wrap it up. Mad love to everyone who's helped us with this. God bless everyone. Um, watch soccer. It's good for you. I didn't have any hair on my balls before I watched soccer. Now I have plenty. So until next time, we're all worth a million in prizes. Good night, baby. <laughs>